Good afternoon, everyone. It is 4 o'clock on a Wednesday, and uh, it's time for another session of Does God Exist? with John Clayton. Um, if you have been following us with these lessons, uh, we are now on, I think, lesson 22 out of a total of 36. So we have come a long way uh, from the beginning. Um, he has done an awful lot of, he's covered a lot of ground for us. And uh, he, he started out with uh, just some, some uh, external scientific proofs uh, of the consistency of the Bible with what we know to be true in nature. Um, he got off into uh, spiritualism and demons and, and uh, things, things of that sort um, for a while and had three or four lessons on those things, the paranormal. Um, right now we're involved in uh, a two-part lesson. This is the second of two parts where he's talking about morality. How do we, as human, human beings, decide what is right and what is wrong? And do we have to uh, decide what is right or what is wrong? Or is each of us, a, uh, as we say, a free moral agent? Uh, maybe we are free immoral uh, agents, if you want to look at it that way. What is it that guides us as human beings as we interact with one another, as we interact with our environment? Um, is there something higher than just the uh, five or six things that he will offer us um, that he's in the middle of at the moment as to uh, how we decide what is right and what is wrong. So let's listen to uh, John Clayton as he goes through this lesson number 22. Welcome to the Does God Exist program number 22. I would like to suggest to you that this is sort of a continuation of program number 21. If you haven't watched the first discussion of morality's proof of God, I would encourage you to do that before you watch this program because we're going to continue that discussion. In program number 21, we took a look at some of the standards of the world around us. The question of how we make moral decisions. I want to emphasize that this discussion is part of our concern about the question of which God? Why Jesus Christ? Why the Bible? Why not Buddhism or Hinduism or Islam or some other system? Why not a natural religion, a pantheistic religion? Why not atheism? One of the things we have tried to do is to talk about some of the historical evidence, some of the internal evidence, some of the things that are stated of great accuracy, scientifically and otherwise, in the Bible, which leads credulous to the biblical message. But what we have tried to do in this presentation is to talk about, okay, let's talk on practical terms. Does it lead us to anything useful? Does it help us in any way in life? And we looked at... 2 Timothy 3, where the Bible tells us that the Word of God is profitable. It means it's useful. And useful are things like correction, instruction, 
conduct in righteousness, that the man or woman of God may be complete, perfect, totally furnished to all good works. The claim that is being made is that we can see God's wisdom in what he tells us about how to live. We've looked at the question of whether we can use the will of the people that we live with as a basis of making moral decisions. We looked at result-based explanations of morality and the use of ourselves as a standard. I have suggested to you that in reality, evolutionarily oriented philosophies suggest that it is survival of the fittest, or from a sociobiological standpoint, 